passed an ordinance in the town They said we'd have to tear it down That little old shack out back's so dear to me Though the health department said its day was over and dead It will stand forever in my memory You're listening to the Jack Shack Podcast What up, motherfuckers? Here we go, episode Cheers, three. my friend Cheers, brother Oh, episode three. We're back. I know. How you been? I've been good. I've been hot. Over here baking. That's what you're saying, but it's like in the 80s, though. 80s aren't really baking. 87. Yeah, I I know. Dude, I'm just not ready for it, dude. (laughs) I'm not at all. I'm uh, fucking sweating like a mother, man. (laughs) You You got AC? You got that... Now that nice new fancy house, it's got to have AC in there. It, oh, it does, but uh, the old ball and chain just don't let oh, me run it yet. Oh, my goodness. She pretty much gave me the same reaction as you. It's only 87. Uh, I don't know. Fine. When I'm hosing myself out in the backyard, <laughs> then that's You got to get, like, uh, get yourself a little horse trough. You you and Bruno <laughs> yeah. could have some tiki drinks in your little your little swim pool in the backyard. You remember that thing with your kids? Like you hooked it up uh, to your hose, and it, it almost had like oh, dread yeah. on, so that they just kind of oh, like hell yeah. You and Bruno <laughs> sitting in a lawn chair next to that thing. Yeah, boy, <laughs> I'm ready now. That I'm oh, ready yeah. for. Oh yeah, brother. What are you drinking for this episode? I am drinking. <laughs> A painkiller. You, you, you got Ooh. me into those tiki drinks. So this week, last couple of weeks, I've been making them. My wife loves the painkiller. It has pineapple juice, orange juice, rum, coconut cream, and uh, you sprinkle a little bit of nutmeg on top. Not bad, my friend. Not bad. You're dirty little And you. Look at you, too. My wife, because I was checking... Most of the rums I have are about 80%, 80 proof, 80 to 84 proof. But I have this bottle of Don Q 151 that my wife bought me a couple of years ago, and I've only sipped it here and there. Well, she, I was making these with just the 80 proof rum, and she goes, man, it, it's a little too sweet. I'm like, well, all I have is that 151. She goes, let's try that. And we did that. Oh, she loves it. That's the game yep. changer. You need some of the some of the sweeter <laughs> tiki drinks. If you get a little more high proof rum in that bad boy, it, it hits you just right. So I guess I found a reason why I'm going to be drinking a lot more 151. Good for you. Nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's going to get expensive. <laughs> it is, dude. Oh, it yeah. is. You just you know you just find one drink that you want to try in the tiki lineup, and next thing you know you're buying you got to buy like three to five different fucking bottles of this and that. Just to oh make yeah, because it's twelve ingredients in every fucking one, and then <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was like all kinds of different kinds of rums. Some of them yeah. have like three different kinds of rums you got to try. To, and I live in a small town, so some of the ingredients I can't find, so I have to figure it out. So the 151 is a good solution if you want a strong drink. Um, my go to because I I'm the same way to you. Some people use like three to four different varieties of rum in, in one drink. I use the just the Appleton's blend, dude. It seems to me that yeah. works. Yeah. I have a and I'm only buying I have one a bunch bottle. of different kinds of rums, like aged rum, because I I drink I'll drink it straight or with on the rocks like I do with bourbon. So I have a, a lot of rum. It's just there's some different like dark rums and this and Jamaican rum and stuff. But, you know, it's yeah. fine. I've been making that and I make Mai Tais. But like with the Mai Tais, I don't have all the ingredients. So I kind of wing it to get. Yeah. Just but they, they turn out pretty good, too. So that's a whole part of Tiki, man. You yeah. Gotta wing it. Yeah. As long as you got a good cocktail and it's in a Tiki glass <laughs> or if you, even if you don't have a Tiki glass glass put a little umbrella in that i'm in the tiki right mind though that's all that matters <laughs> there you go how about you sir what are you <laughs> drinking i 
out of page 276 at Smuggler's Cove. I am drinking the Singapore oh, Sling. Okay, what's in that? Um, shit. I'll tell you right now, man. I just got my uh, Smuggler's Cove book in the mail a few days ago, so I've been looking at that. Oh, it's yeah. awesome, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna go, like everything. When I started drinking bourbon, I went full force. Started more smoking cigars, I went full force. I'm gonna go full force in this tiki thing. Oh, you yeah. got to, man. Oh, Reward yeah. yourself. So the Singapore Sling, two ounces of seltzer. Um, well, I'll just say the ingredients: seltzer, lemon juice, fresh lemon juice, demerara syrup, cherry herring liquor, Benedictine. London dry gin, Angostura bitters, and orange bitters. And uh, I made myself a double, so I'm pretty much having two tiki drinks in one. Very nice. In my little tiki mug. And you had all those ingredients, huh? Yeah, because I've made the Singapore sling before, so I went and bought all the stuff. So good thing about that is when I said I'm going to make a Singapore sling, I had Well, that's good. And some of those ingredients, I don't know if I could find in my little town. I'd have to go to the big city. Yeah, some of them and I was thinking about making all those syrups. I was thinking about making a couple of them myself. So they're not that hard. It's yeah. super easy. So the demerara syrup, I I do actually the simple syrup demerara syrup. I mean, all it is, it's a equal ratio of water yeah. to sugar. So this one, I did half a cup of uh, demerara sugar and half yeah. a cup of water. And dude, it took yeah, me like five minutes. Those are pretty good. Pretty easy. Like Super I can't easy. find that orgate yeah. or orgeet or So like with my my tie, they said I could replace it with amaretto, so I just use amaretto, which is which is still oh. pretty good, and it adds a little liquor to the a little bit because amaretto is almond. I might have to try that as a substitute because you know why that orgeat's fucking expensive, dude, and you definitely don't want to make your own because that's a pain in the ass. But it also doesn't last that long, like. I mean, it has yeah, a shelf life. So, I saw a YouTube video about making it, and they made it seem like it—it it was like almond milk and sugar is basically what they did. I don't know. I, I think there's—I like, don't know. I know the the sugar ones, like the syrups, are easy, but I don't know. Like you got to get like an almond extract and this I, and that. I'm all for amaretto. I like amaretto, and if it adds a little bit of booze to the drink, I'm all for that. So. Dude, next time I make one, in fact, I might make one tonight. I, th- I think my wife actually might even have some. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna substitute to the orange okay. for that. I'm gonna try it. Let me know how you like it. Good job. I will. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, like it. of course. Brother, you got a cigar to review? For the <laughs> oh, I got one. It's the Whoa, this is got? the first cigar I tried that uh, put me on my ass. Ooh, is this the one you were no, just telling me about? No, that was that that was a different one. Every once in a while, if you don't have a f- some food in your belly or or whatnot, when you smoke a cigar, it'll make you sick. And I've, yep. I've seen it happen to you. <laughs> and this and it's going to happen. This again. is the C the C A O Flathead Six Sixty. Oh yes, yeah. I, it's a good cigar. I like it. I've had it before. I've had it a couple different times. Just that very first time I tried it, it put me on my ass. So I recommend it. They're not that expensive. Um, and let's see. Um, what is it? It's out of uh, Connecticut Broadleaf Madura Wrapper Thick and Chewy, they say. Thick yeah, and chewy? that's how I like my women. <laughs> so <laughs> the leaf conceals a bevy of Nicaraguan <laughs> and Dominican long fillers embraced by a, a Connecticut Habano seed binder. But it's a, yeah, it's a good one. A lot of people don't like the CAO, Brian, but, you know, I've never had a problem with the flathead other than, I mean, it will put you on your ass if you're not careful and... Easy thing for that if you're kind of new in cigars is if you're smoking one and you get that little nicotine sickness, just throw like a hard candy in your mouth, like a Jolly Rancher or something, and it'll ease the the queasiness. So, yeah. Nice. There you go, my friend. What about you? Um, 
before I get into mine, I CAO makes some decent ones. Um, I've had a couple bad ones, but they make some really good ones. The CAO Consigliere, dude, that's one of my favorite cigars, dude. I, I love that one. Yeah. Um, but the cigar I tasted just a moment ago for this episode, I did a San Cristobal Elegancia. And you put up a video, so if I put it over there on the TikTok, so... You know, our five listeners, if you guys got TikTok, go check it out. <laughs> dude, this is a fantastic cigar, dude. The wrappers, Ecuadorian, Connecticut shade, um, binder and fillers are Nicaragua. I mean, dude, it's solid, solid fucking Connecticut cigar. All man. right. And, and if you can't wow. tell already, we're not going to give you a cigar review like most people. We're going to either say this one sucks. Actually, the only ones I've done are the ones that I like, so. And you can, uh, I, of course, I always put my cigars that I do for the episode up on my cigar scanner. Um, so they we're talking about cigars <clears throat> this week. I watched a really interesting um, cigar documentary. I'm sure I'm pulling it up, see if you've ever seen it. Um, what is it called here? course i wouldn't be able to find it now anyways i'll send you the link but uh it basically really just covers the history of how cigars started in cuba and how they moved over to nicaragua and and, uh, ecuador and um it basically just shows how i mean this is just my opinion for what i've took from the documentaries that cuba ain't shit now the real, I mean, the real good cigars are coming from Nicaragua and Ecuador. No, yeah, now. that's what I've, I've, what I've read. Yeah, I mean, Cuba's Cuba. They're gonna have their cigars now. There's a shit ton of fakes out there saying they're Cuban, so you had to be careful with that. And I think a lot, at least in the states, a lot of the lure, the lure of Cuban is we just can't have them. We can't find them here. There's ways to get them, obviously. Yeah. So, but yeah, Cubans aren't the fucking head of the fucking cigar world anymore. Not at all. So they were saying that it's so inconsistent because all the great, I guess, cigar masters have moved along. I mean, we're talking generations. Well, yeah, because the the state would run that shit and pretty much, I mean, it was forcing them to do what they do. So yeah, if you could get the hell out of there and start your own shit. Yeah. So that, you know, like we go get a, say you go get a Padron and you say, that's the best tasting cigar I've ever had. Chances are the next time you have a Padron, it's still going to be that same tasting cigar. Nothing's changed. You know, it stays pretty consistent. But they're saying with the the top like cigars that come out of Cuba, one time you can have it, it can be tasting good. And then the next time it can just be dog shit. They're saying because their hand rollers just kind of go in and out. They really don't know what they're doing. So they replace them. There's, they said there's just no consistency yeah. whatsoever. So, I mean, that I kind mean of don't get me sucks. wrong. If I'm in another country and they have real Cubans, I'd probably buy one and try it. I didn't know. So you could actually go to say if you're in Mexico, you can actually bring back Cuban cigars and, and actually you show can, them customers. Yeah. You see, yeah, and you can you can actually you have bring a certain amount you could bring them back. Now you got to yeah. be careful. Like in Mexico, most of that shit's fake, so you you got to go to the Googles and there's a few different shops depending on where you are in Mexico and other countries that that will uh, sell real Cubans. So like yeah. if you're on the beach and the dude's gonna sell you five Cuban Cohibas, it. They're they're fake. If you're not, you're gonna pay a little bit of money for the fucking real Cuban Cubans. Don't fall for the fakes. So, yeah, and I wouldn't even know what's a fake or not. Yeah, that's why you Google and you find out because they'll they'll have it on there where this is a real store. They are authorized to sell real Cubans and shit like that. Uh, So okay, I'll remember that next time I go to Mexico. All right, that's some uh, that's some cigar one for uh, our very elementary fucking skill <laughs> level of cigars. Knowledgeable, <laughs> really. It's just like like we said. I think in the first episode is I can't pick up a lot of notes. I enjoy sm- smoking a cigar because it's relaxing. I can pick up a few things here and there. 
I'm not going to read down the list of the shit that people say it, it smokes. I'm just going to say if this, Hey, I enjoyed this cigar. So if you'll, you know, and most of the cigars we're, we're throwing out there are not that expensive. So no, you know, I've had a couple Padrones. You had one. They're really good cigars. And occasionally I will smoke one, but they are a little pricey. They're 20 plus dollars. Yep. So. Yeah, it was an, it's an outstanding. I mean, everything cigar. about it is, but smoking that and I'm smoking a, a six, seven dollar cigar in my mind, it's kind of the same for the most part. I mean, obviously the yeah. Padron burns evenly, con- consistent, whatever. For the most part, I can't pick up all the little notes of uh, a cigar. So, I want to get to the point where I don't need to drink something to enjoy a cigar, where I can just go out there in my backyard, relax just with the cigar. Yeah, I'll have some bourbon or something, and but that's not the. I'm not doing it for the pairing. Like I feel now, I'm at the point where I'm trying to pair the cigar with something just to kind of get. Easy well, into yeah, the but cigar, like you but, usually, what do you smoke like when you get off work? And you usually have a you usually yeah. have a drink when you get off work, so it kind of goes together. Sure. Like I'll wake up in the morning, work out, and then sit out on the back porch and have a cigar. Usually those are kind of small, like a little 30, 45 minute smoke, or why not to kind of relax or whatever. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean I always enjoy because it's kind of weird sitting out there without drinking something, but you could drink water or whatever, you know. I mean, sure. But bur- bourbon is way it. better. I'm trying to. Bourbon's good. I mean, my favorite still coffee right now, but I gotta get away with drinking coffee with my. I cigars. gotta uh, figure out some good cigars that'll go with the tiki drink. So, I mean, I'll do it anyways, regardless if they go together. But <laughs> oh man, that's All right, I think we should we should All do right, the the first topic should be the one that we didn't do last week. Topic two on our little list of funness. All right. This is about the leaking of top secret materials. It's been going on forever. Just recently, we had a good leak and uh, discuss. (laughs) A good leak. Like we need, it's like a good earthquake. We had a good rumble. Well, you just need one every once in a while. (laughs) In this this topic, I'm kind of torn between the two. Whereas, well, this douchebag did it, from what I've read, was did it not to fucking give up top secret shit, but he was trying to impress his little teenage friends and and shit like that. So. I mean, how do you impress your, your buddies by leaking military documents? From, I guess, first of all, what did he from, actually like? Leak? From what I've I, read... I, I, and you know how well that goes because I'll read half an article. So who knows if it's true or not. But he was in some kind of gaming thing and he was bragging about that he knows top secret shit and this and that. And they were all busting his balls because it sounds like the guy was a kind of a douchebag. And so he, to prove it, he he put on their little chat thing some of the top secret shit. And it it's like they... Like some of the shit they were talking about for Ukraine and all kinds of shit like that, you know? So now my thing is, dude, how does a 21 year old member of the U.S. Air National Guard have access to fucking top secret? Well, shit, maybe because he he obviously had to have a background check. But, you know, if you're in the fucking skiff or whatever you want to call it. And you're sitting there, and you're you're the, you're the young guy in there, and the guy in charge had to go to the bathroom or something fucking stupid, so he walks out for five minutes. I True. mean, either way, I mean, I just think Air National Guard, like that's the last people they would fucking give top secret material to. <laughs> I mean, this kid was going in what one week in a month, dude, and they and they gave him the fucking the codes to nukes and shit. <laughs> I don't know how much <laughs> should he get, but. But I'm like we we go we could go back to Edward Snow and some of these people and I don't hate what Edward Snow did. And the old and the older I get and the more because like when I was growing up, especially going in the military, they brainwash you a little bit, and I'm all for that. Whatever I protect America, whatever. But 
but like the like the draft dodgers in vietnam and shit people were yelling at them and i was i was in the same boat i was like oh those those pussies and shit like that as i get older i'm like you know what the government's supposed to work for us so as a people if we if we don't have enough military not enough people are volunteering to be in the military to go to these wars then maybe we shouldn't be going to these wars you know the only reason i think we should be going to war with another country is if they attack us first or something like that i completely agree i mean there's got to be i think uh i think the last justifiable actual war was world war 2 it was basically that was your actual axes versus allies there was a madman trying to take over the world he was wiping out races i think you just had to go but I kind of I would like, say I, maybe I, maybe when we went into Afghanistan right off the bat. I mean, I don't want to ruffle people's feathers, but I think that was just a response that everybody was looking for. I think after 9-11. No, for sure. And we needed something and we decided that <clears throat> Osama was the guy that was in charge yeah, and he was yeah. in Afghanistan. He wasn't part of the government, but we went in there. So I could see, all right, we went in there. We had all the volunteers. We didn't have to draft people. I don't think we should have yeah. went into Iraq. We got lied to, but the government lies to us regardless. So it doesn't matter. They've been lying to us yeah. forever and so For I think sure. like the Snowden thing, if the government the government does some sneaky shit and the Patriot Act was one of the sneakiest things of all and they're continuing doing that shit. So that's why I said when I'm torn in between people whistleblowing and giving up fucking government secrets, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Depending on what it is. I, yeah, I was gonna say it depends. Depends what it is. I don't know too much about the Snowden case. I mean, I know he got busted for leaking materials. I don't know actually what was leaked. I've, I've never looked that deep into it, but I definitely see where you're going with this, and I definitely am on the same page as you because I don't trust the government. I mean, as as far as you can fucking throw them, if that's the right fucking uh, analogy. But you know, there's a thing like I'm caught in between. Me too. Some people, as you get older. Your, your views on the world change, dude. And I somebody can call come up to me in my face and call me a pacifist, and I'd be like, yeah, so I don't give a fuck, whatever you, whatever you think. Truly, I don't think I'm a pacifist, but I don't care if anybody would think I was. But at the same time, like, you know, there's wars that have been fought. And let's just go back to the Vietnam War. That's like the ultimate war where they had the draft. People draw. draw Dodge they might have the draft in the Korean War too. That's like the forgotten war. It is, and that was another bullshit uh, war all over communism. It, it wasn't. I mean, it's hard to tell because we 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 deemed ourselves the fucking world police, which is kind of changing a little bit here and there. So it's hard to tell because yeah. South Korea gets invaded or Korea that part gets invaded. So it is kind of a little gray area, but. <clears throat> You know, I think as much as I, I'm hundred percent with you that like it has to war has to be justified. But even if it's unjustified, like let's just take the Vietnam War for example, dude. Like even if they opposed it, there's guys that just still did what they had to do. Like you're for sure. I don't. Oppo- I will never oppose the soldiers. I joined the military fully ready to do whatever I had to do for America. I understand that. I would never piss on the soldiers ever 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 yeah unless of course they deserve it or they ask for it you know you they might ask for it you never know there's some weird people out there yeah but no it was strictly the government yeah but what gets me is like there's people out there who actually dodge the draft and they think like they call themselves patriots and i kind of get and let me use a good example of this ted nugent i like ted's fucking music don't get me wrong he calls himself a, the most American patriot there is. And I guess if if his patriotism is because he was standing up for what he believes in the country, then, okay, I get that. But there were still guys who went to Vietnam who didn't believe in the war, who didn't want to go, but they still went. No, I, and that's hard. You know and I, mean? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm for the if, – if 
the government works for us. So if we don't have enough fucking volunteers for the military, you should not be doing a draft because you know it's a bullshit fucking war. Because when it's not a bullshit war, people are jumping up and down. All right, let's get these motherfuckers. So if you're if you're a fucking uh, if you dodged the draft and you didn't get do- drafted, good for you. I don't care. Whatever your thought process was, fuck that. You should never be told to go die for your fucking country like that if you don't want to. So now I think Nugent's a jackass just for other shit like oh, whatever. He, he just annoys the fuck out of me. But <laughs> <laughs> Stranglehood is stranglehold. <laughs> it is might be. But I mean, it's either here or there. <laughs> but, you know, if you like my daughter was all worried about. This Ukraine bullshit. We're going to have World War Three, and they're going to come draft. They're going to come asking me to to draft me or whatever. And I told her, I was like, no, they won't. If they come to the door, I'll, I'll tell them to fuck off. You will not get drafted. If you don't want to go, if you don't want to yeah. go to that war, the government, our government could go fuck themselves because that ain't it. No. You shouldn't. You should. I mean, that's kind of a good topic. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely stay on this topic of, of the Air Guardsman leak, but just to kind of take a little side route. I mean, do you really think, like, are we really knocking on the door of World War, World War III, do you think? Are we there? It's just about to I, break off. No, I don't think so. I I think it's, it's kind of strange because everybody was looking at us for the world police. I don't think we should. We spend way too much fucking money for this bullshit. And, but... I don't think so, but little things that get leaked, I think some of the things that got leaked is U.S. is pushing, like Russia and Ukraine were kind of trying to get together to maybe end this shit, this thing, and, and and the U.S. is like, fuck that, no, no. So I think do you guys, do you guys we do might be, the U.S. might, amongst a lot of shit that we do in the world, and it, it goes towards a lot of shit. We are not the shining fucking knight in shining armor with the fucking cowboy with the white hat, man. We, we do some evil (laughs) fucking shit, but I still would rather live here. I'm glad I grew up here. Anyways, I shouldn't say I live here because the wife and I are thinking about maybe at least part-time moving to Panama or Mexico or something. When we retire, I know. know. Yeah. It's it's interesting, dude. I mean, I just don't know where we're at. I don't think anybody would have the balls to fucking attack America. And the reason I say that is because I don't. I think they're smart enough to know, like, if they pulled off, if they try to pull off a red dawn, and people start jumping in here from another country, people aren't just gonna fucking cower. No, down, no, dude. yeah. There's a lot of people that are armed, and they're gonna come outside their fucking house, get together, and be like, "Let's take oh, yeah. these motherfuckers I, out." I don't so think we would get attacked. <laughs> It 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 would take a lot of countries to come as one to come attack us, and it would be a fucking dogfight. Because yeah. America has a lot of fucking guns. Well, and they got a lot of allies too. So why the you know why the other people are pulling together to attack us? We're also bringing in our allies, and we'll just For fucking sure. stomp them. The only thing that scares me, and it always has, and up to t- up till today is, is just the nukes. I think if somebody lets off a nuke, somebody else is going to, and that's just going to destroy it. Yeah, but then, you know, we'll smoke our cigar and watch the fucking mushroom cloud. Watch the world burn. (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 scary. As usual, we're we're saving the world as we talk about these subjects because we know so much about them. Do you think Kim Jong-un is listening to this right now? He's like, you know what? These two (laughs) know what they're talking about. We know about as much as him. Do you know that fucking nut job? He actually has a team of doctors, like a whole fucking team of them, that their sole job is to find a, a not a cure, but some sort of formula that make him, can make him live forever. Oh, well, of Dude, course. Like, who, who follows somebody that's so well, nutty? I don't think they have a choice. At least they're so brainwashed now. If you have that kind of power, I mean, it's hard. We, we can make fun of the, these dictators like the fucking Osama or the fucking Iraqi guy and his hear about like his sons his were sons. going crazy with all that power <laughs> and 
fucking North Korean shit. I I would like to think I wouldn't be a fucking shithead if I had all that kind of power. But I can see where it could get you to, all right, let's see what kind of crazy shit we could get some of these people to do. <laughs> like, my thing is with North Korea dude, and Kim Jong-un and his dictatorship, there's so many people in North Korea that are living in poverty. Do they, I mean, it's atrocious. Like, how do they, they not just fucking power up and just throw a military? Like, because they don't how know. Do they not just over. They don't know. Them? They don't. They don't have access to anything like we do. So they they grew. They've grown up since day one, worshiping this dude. Just like Japan in World War II, those people were willing to die for their emperor because they thought he was a god. Japan's always been like that. They've got a strong culture. That's what I'm saying, though, is their emperor. They they think their emperor is a god, just like they think this dude's a god. So, well, the only difference, though, is the Japanese, like they're a proud culture. They weren't living in, you know, they didn't have to eat rats for dinner. They were living pretty good, but they were just they were just very proud of their culture. and They didn't want any any outsiders taking them over. But I definitely see what you're saying. Um, It's like a cult. I don't know, dude. Like, if somebody fucking came in and started to try to dictatorship in my city or town, like, I'm going to round people up, dude. This is going to be like the fucking posse you, and fucking young guns, dude. We're going to wear potato sacks over our head and start You live in people California, up, though. Don't you have your fucking governor? He's kind of like a dictator. And that's actually... Actually, I live in Texas. I live in Texas, and my fucking governor is kind of a dictator, too. Heavy on the dick. Whoa! So, no point intended. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man, this this guardsman, dude. I'm just a little shocked. It is, it is a little it strange. Is, he's and 21 years I, old. I'm I'm thinking that shit was on the internet for a while since January. I think before somebody realized. Wait a minute, what the fuck is this shit? So yeah, yeah, yeah. His world is but crushed it, right now. Oh, he's going to be, yeah, he's done. But if it's information that basically says, like, America had an interest in the Ukrainian war and wanted to push it, like, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's hurting people as much as him saying, hey, here's the fucking codes to our nukes or here's the code to our back door, you know? Because, look, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to realize (laughs) America was pushing for this war, dude. Oh, yeah. Nothing burps better than tiki. I can tell you that, my brother. Ooh, my daughter just texted me. I gotta go pick her up, so we might have to end this. I'm sorry. Right, she had a ride, and uh, and now she doesn't. So this is gonna be a short one. That's not a problem. We're here. We're here forever. We we'll just pick this up next week where we left off. Hey, family comes first, brother. You got to go get your baby. Yeah, because she did some... uh, She's 17. You'd think she could drive, but... uh, Yeah, she did some 17-year-old shit, so... (laughs) We we all have, dude. All righty. Not a worry. We have... This is a good conversation, though, man. We'll pick it back up next week. I apologize, our three listeners. Five. Don't, don't, don't discredit those. those, All right, we have five. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> no, we got more than that, dude. We're picking All it right. up. All, All right, right, brother. Uh, we'll wait. talk to you later. They got to still go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah, we got to. We, it, oh, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> yeah. all confused here. Brothers, what are we doing? They have to go everybody? fuck themselves. Go fuck all yourself. Right. Later. All right, brother. Late. And we're, we're back, back again. <laughs> Fault. We alarm. decided we could not Daughter be away from her. each other that long. Yeah, I started crying, and I'm like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, daughter found a new, found a ride. So, we're back. We're going to finish this episode Thanks. now. And I've been drinking something new. I had new. also, because I, I just fucking pounded my, I mean, it's pretty much done, so I had to grab a beer. So, my buddy at work, we're kind of, we're, we drink bourbon, and we do cigars. He, we kind of bounce shit back and forth, give each other stuff. And he was drinking this... And I told him I was like trying to buy cheaper bottles of of bourbon nowadays because the the some of that shit gets way out of control with yeah. prices. So 
like I like the Wild Turkey 101 and stuff. Well, he was the other night he was drinking this old tub. It's Kentucky Straight Bourbon, uh, James Bean Distillery. So it's unfiltered, it's bottled and bond, so it's 100 proof. So he gave me about, I don't know, about a quarter, the last quarter of the bottle, he gave it to me. So I'm, tr- I'm sipping on that now. Little- <laughs> uh, oh, you are doing a little sipping. A little old tub. A little old tub. It's like 22, 23 bucks. It is not Damn. bad. Not bad, a hundred proof. That's good. That's a rough sipper when it starts getting a hundred proof. Yeah, it, it is. It is, but it's not bad. Ooh, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say what gonna it tell is. The, <laughs> you gonna tell the people what you're drinking there? It's the collective can from Dylan Mulvaney. Here, wait. No, I'm just kidding. Tell me. Tell me that you're gay without telling me that I you're gay. I drink Michelob Ultra. <laughs> the wife had this in the fridge. And I grabbed it. Oh, you're blaming a lot of stuff on your wife. I, Good thing she doesn't listen I, to this. I know, right? <laughs> no, dude, I'm not a big beer drinker. She's actually the beer drinker. I know. Your your wife could put some fucking she beers can, down. Dude. She can, dude. She, she can drink me under the table, dude, and I don't even feel bad about that. So we uh, jump back into it. So we did the top secret shit, probably right. We talked. That yeah, out. I think so, dude. Save the world. I just I'll, we'll get, uh, give give us your summary, and I'll give you mine, or I could do mine first. Um, what you kind of feel? You know, why are you on the fence? What do you what do you feel about this? Um, I think if the government's doing some shady shit. The, the people need it because when it comes down to it and if we could ever get our shit together, they work for us. We are the people. They're supposed to be working for us. We're not working for them. So if they're doing some shady fucking shit, it needs to be leaked. So I oh, did. I agree with you on a lot of things, dude. And I actually agree with you on this, too. I uh, they need to be held accountable, dude. Enough that, dude, I think the people are just getting so tired of the shady politics politicians and as long you know i'm I'm not telling anybody to go to leak secrets but if you're leaking stuff that can actually harm americans then yes i fucking have a problem with it but if you're just saying look i'm leaking this to show you the biden administration or this administration is a bunch of jackasses hey man fucking let the world know dude it's and it's not even this administration. It's yeah, every fucking absolutely. administration. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you lean on. If you if you truly think that the politicians that you're voting for really care about you, that's except a GW, and it's sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he was even corrupt. They're that's all he corrupt, did, dude. <laughs> so it, I mean, it's it's yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like it. Agree, brother. I'm just gonna drink. I'm gonna drink and go off and go the watch sunset. the world burn, dude. Oh, <laughs> I I might have to apologize to some coworkers tomorrow because my profession has a lot of suicides. Damn, it's it is. So we've been taking some resilient classes how to how to handle stress and shit like that, which is fine if it helps one person. I don't mind spending my day listening to that stuff. That's cool. You should, I, I got a lot of dark humor. I got a lot of shit. Well, the, today we we're getting ready to leave work, and they were talking about rattlesnakes. And they were like, "Ah, oh, man, do you wear your, your snake guards and stuff when you're walking around in the brush? And a uh, buddy of mine, we bust each other's balls and shit like that. And he go, he points to me. He goes, I, I hope you don't wear yours. Ha, ha, ha. And I go, me, I don't wear those snake guards. I hope a snake fucking bites me. <laughs> I was like, I hope they bite me and put me out of my fucking misery. And and uh, he was laughing, but everybody was kind of looking at me like, so I might have to ask, tell them tomorrow, I'm not suicide. I'm okay. That's my dark humor. <laughs> As I was leaving work, I was driving home and I was thinking, dude, tomorrow they're probably going to have me in a fucking sit uh, you down, <laughs> a fucking sit me down and put me in a padded room or something. I'm going to have to tell them that. Listen, I was just fucking around. I'm not really suicidal. Yeah, they just don't know your humor. <laughs> but I know your humor. But summer's coming, so yeah, I, I'm going to be miserable out here in South Texas. Um, fuck yeah, dude. It's going to get hot. 
If I'm blazing right now, dude, Jesus, I, I, I don't think I could survive in South Texas in the summer. Uh, a lot of air conditioning. Of course, we have our AC running about 68 year round. So Yeah, but you still got to step outside, dude. Occasionally, I mean, when yes. you're working, dude, yes. I had to go back to Savannah in, in 2019 for a wedding, and it was in August. Bro, I do not fucking remember it being that fucking. Oh, oh, dude, I was sweating like a mother, dude. Oh, oh yeah, I guarantee you. As soon as you stepped outside, you. I I like I forgot how it was, and what I got, I was like, hold, like, boom! I just started. Pouring fucking sweat. My wife's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's like 100% humidity and it's hot as fuck. What do you mean what's wrong with me? I remember you could swim in that oh. air. I remember it. You could fucking oh, swim in it. Dude, I, I, uh, that's the one thing I did forget about Savannah. Oh, yeah. Remember when we jumped into Panama and they were telling us, I remember the briefing, they're telling us, all right, it is really, really <laughs> hot in Panama. And I'm thinking... Bitch, we're in Savannah. How much hotter can it fucking yeah, be? And we jumped We jumped at nighttime. I don't remember what time of year it was. Was it fall? Actually, or I think August, it was probably? December. Bro. I don't Yeah, because they're really? on the, on the um, I'm almost positive. I don't quote Southern me on the, Hemisphere. Yeah, they're the summer, Southern Hemisphere. So I think in our winter, it's like they're hot, it's hot, like hottest season. But all I remember is we're jumping at night as soon as they open the fucking door. I was soaked, and I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" They weren't fucking around. It <laughs> is hotter, dude. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, "How much hotter can it get in fucking July or August in Savannah, yeah. in Georgia? How much hotter can it get? Really? It's 100 percent humidity. I didn't know it could be 400 percent humidity, and you got to fucking wear oxygen because <laughs> like a scuba tank." Walking around because it's so fucking hot. Bro, and, we, and we didn't even have fucking pools, dude. I didn't realize, like, we didn't no. really go to pools. I mean, I wish we didn't. I know when when I first got married, I lived in an apartment building that had a pool. I do remember that. So we'd jump in the pool. But fuck, dude. You would take a shower. I remember I would have extra shirts in my car because you would walk from the barracks to the car. My shirt would yeah. be soaked. Well, could you imagine my big ass in 2019 just sweating, oh. dude? Oh, I'm sweating right now just <laughs> thinking about it. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. Fuck it. It's so, dude, I don't mind this kind of weather, like heat, desert heat, whatever. As long as, like, I'm sitting in a river or I'm sitting in a pool like Vegas. We went a couple years back, we went for my birthday in June to Vegas. It's pretty fucking hot. But Lily, we were in the pool for hours at a time, and I was perfectly fine chilling, dude. But I'm walking down the street in 110 degree weather. No. Fuck that. No, we fucking work for a living. I'm gonna get an air conditioned taxi right. to drive me down Take the damn me to street. A and B, and then I'll call you when I need to go back from B to A. <laughs> exactly. Fuck that. I'm. And this brings us into the our next subject of weird shit that happens to your body as you, you get sweat older. Sweat like a motherfucker. The heat. Dude. <laughs> the heat. You profusely sweat with every pound you gain, dude. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I mean, you could fuck it. I, if you do wear underwear, like you could just wring those out. I advise you not to wear underwear. Dude, yeah, but like, remember back then we would fucking cake our balls and shit with like uh, gold. Oh, dude, and shit. even worse if you had to use and the army be, fucking powder. It, yeah, it'd be fucking pancakes down there. <laughs> it'd be, when you fucking left a road march, it'd be a fucking pancake down hanging off your But if you sack. think like, now I understood why they told they why they wouldn't allow us to wear underwear. It's because you like you're a you would get God. Could you imagine the crotch rot? You would get with underwear <laughs> if you wore underwear oh, during yeah. all that shit, dude. In oh, the jungle yeah. of Panama, oh, say yeah. you're wearing fucking your boxer briefs. Good God, dude. Those things would, like, I don't even know what would happen to you, but I'm pretty sure they would just get sucked up into your anus, like, just to disintegrate. Uh, yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> so, so that was the next topic, dude, was. Weird <laughs> shit your body goes through that they don't tell you as you get older. This is D 
definitely yeah. for me at the top of the list, dude. It's just your body temperature <laughs> changes, bro. It does. Uh, I yeah. mean, you're going from fucking mammal uh, to whatever fucking it is. You're, yeah, I'm 49 years old and there's some shit to just, I mean, I beat myself up in my 20s and shit. So you get your regular aches and pains. But like when I get out of bed, it's like Rice Krispies. I'm walking to the fucking shitter and my knees and ankle and back, everything's just cracking. Yeah. In this and that's a normal day. Oh, dude. When you just got to pee in the middle of the night, you get up and it's just like, oh, shit. And you're probably just mumbling it, shit on the way like, God damn, I'm fucking hurting. And then you fucking just every day, like I'll just bend over and pick shit up. Nothing happens. And then one day I bend over and pick something up and my fucking back locks up and I'm out for like three days. I'm like, what the fuck? Or... I did nothing. Or else. you fear of bending over because you don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> maybe you went for too many tacos and you're like, maybe I shouldn't bend over for that. That that's I got a good story. I'm driving to work. It takes me about an hour to get to work. So I'm driving to work and I'm I'm about three quarters of the way and I I'm like, oh shit, I got a shit. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I think I can make it to work. So I'm hauling ass to work. I, I get out of my car. I jump into the fucking, I run over. I do the little butt squeeze fucking thing to the fucking shitter. I fucking, I barely make this shit and I fucking shit. And I'm think and then maybe 10 minutes later, a couple younger guys on my unit come in and they're, I can hear them talking about Bitcoin and this and that. What are they going to do this weekend? What girl they want to bang and all this shit. And all I'm thinking is, Dude, I just don't want to shit myself on the way to work. And these dudes are talking about Bitcoin and shit. I'm like, I am fucking old. I'm like, my biggest worry is not to shit myself as I'm driving to work. When dudes get together, they talk about shitting. And I got to tell you, this isn't my story, but an old coworker of mine, a buddy of mine was telling me this story when he was like, I think he was in high school or just got out. Maybe he's in college. And him and his buddies went with his, his buddy's dad to Vegas, and they were coming back. And sometimes in the Southern California, if there's an accident, dude, it's bumper to bumper. Well, they were, this was like in the 80s, dude. They had one of those old 80s vans where the side doors fucking suicide open. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's. I know where yeah, this dude, is it's coming. bumper to bumper in the, in, the, in the desert, he said. He said the dad was driving. He goes, dude, I got to take one, man. So he just pulled over, opened those side doors, jumped out. It <laughs> just dropped a log, dude, right on the side of the desert road, dude. <laughs> I thought you were going to say one of the guys had to, and as they were driving, he just opened the door and was hung his ass well, out. Well, no, because it's bumper to bumper. It ain't moving. So he just jumped out, dude, <laughs> let it go. And I guess people in the cars were just like cheering it like, hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. I don't, I don't know about you, but at least two, maybe three times a year, I shit myself. It's not a lot. You think it's a fart. You push it out a little and a little okay, juice comes that's, out. Uh, when, you say, when you say that for shit yourself, I'm thinking you're just letting the full like, I'm not, dump I'm not, going in there. I'm not putting a whole dump in my You're underwear, not dumping in your like underwear. That, but I've, <laughs> I've, I've sharded on myself at least three times a year. Perfectly normal. But I think you're not living life if you don't shard on yourself. You're not, le- you're not eating some sketchy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. When you get older, your system and changes, I mean, man. Like you, when you go out for taco night, like you gotta know, like there's certain things you can't do. Like I ain't going to jujitsu after taco night, dude. <laughs> oh, I don't think your partner wants you to either. No, man. And and I love tacos, so that's just the price you pay. You're gonna shit on yourself a little bit. So you, I do notice, man. Like you're talking about your body just aches all the time. So I've been noticing the for the last few weeks. I've been going to jujitsu about four days a week. My fucking shoulders hurting, especially like my my left side. So like in the middle, naturally, I'm like, dude, am I having a fucking hearty? I'm like, I don't know, man. So I'll kind of sit out for one like spar session and then I start feeling better. I'm like, okay, maybe it's just a shoulder pain. Boom, go in there and then it get more pain again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't think it's a fucking heart attack. I just think like, 
I'm working my shoulders the way they shouldn't be worked. And it just hurts that bad where I actually think I'm having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> well, I always like when you get a pain because I'll get a pain, like a cramp in my side or whatever. And I'm like, it's I'm cancer. Heart attack. This is how I'm going. <laughs> Let's hit it. Let's hit it. <laughs> fucking, I hope I go out quick. I'm having a heart attack. This is how, this is how I'm going now. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Here's the big one I've been dealing with for about a year is, and my wife just told me, like, as you get older, your ears, inside your ears, stop producing, like, an oil. My ears itch all the fucking time, and there's dry skin in there, and I'm in there just with my finger itching the fuck out of it. So it scabs up, and it's because your ears will stop producing oil. And she goes, yeah, my doctor told me about that. You put a little bit of Vaseline, and you rub it That's in That's interesting, honestly, because I know what you're talking about, and I honestly thought it's it's fucking ear hair growing. Yeah, it. I mean, you got to be careful because I got a big beard, so sometimes it'll itch my ears. But no, this shit is it flakes skin, dry skin will flake out of my huh. fucking hair. Interesting. I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. It's just fucking getting old, and your eye. Well, obviously your eyesight's going. Your I can't fucking hear shit. Oh, for yeah, that's just natural, dude. I when we go, so we went to San Francisco. We went to Chinatown. We went to L.A., we went to Chinatown, and I've been looking for, like, the Chinese method of fucking digging the earwax out. Have you seen how they do that? They go in Uh there with, like, this, um, it's like a spherical, like, little tool that almost looks like a beehive, and they twist it, and it, like, wraps around the fucking ball of wax, and they pull it out, and sometimes they're pulling out wax, like, fucking huge, dude. Dude, I went to... I went to the doctor like last year because my ears were full of wax. Like I could not fucking hear. <laughs> like I could hear and they pulled out some fucking wax. And I never had that kind of wax buildup until but I your got doctor older. did it? Yeah. Well, the nurse practitioner, but she would fucking, How did they get it yeah. out? They squirt warm water in there and then kind of dig it out. Like my wife got me this little pin that has a little camera on the end that I could put on my phone, and I have it now. I could go in there and. So I've been thinking about getting that. How does it work? It works pretty good. You dig out some gnarly shit. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting that, but it's it's funny because the camera, you'll look at it and you're like, "Holy shit, that thing's huge!" Because on the camera, and then you dig it out and it's kind of small, but the camera's like right right there. (laughs) But. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to get there, dude. I was going, I was like, oh, shit, I guess I'm going deaf. (laughs) I'm going deaf. Fuck it. I guess I'm. Here here we go. And it was, I had so much wax buildup. And I'm like, I've lived 48 years old. I've never had this problem. And now I have this problem? What the (laughs) fuck? Do you pull those long hairs out of your, like, nose and your ear? You're like, where the fuck did this thing come from, dude? Yeah. Like I just plucked you, and it's two days later, and you're like a fucking foot long. Spawn of your, your fucking. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And they're gray. It's amazing, and we're still fairly fucking young. I can't imagine being sixty and seventy and know, eighty. Dude. And it's scary, right? Ah, fuck <laughs> it. We're gonna be on. We're gonna be on a beach, fucking with our feet up, eating fish tacos. We need that, dude. Drinking. Drinking fucking beer. Because I'm convinced, dude, the wife's not going to fucking take care of me, so I got to take care of myself. But if I'm on a beach in Mexico eating tacos, drinking beer, I'm not really going to care about if I have ear hairs. Yeah, I don't care. By that time, you're not not chasing tail. Who in their right mind at 70, 80, 90 years old trying to get Right. Really? Come on. Yeah. I I mean, exactly. I mean, the thing about it, like, I, I try to groom myself just to... For my wife, but if I could think if I wasn't married, dude, I oh, dude, I, I don't even know how I'd be living, dude. I'd be living out of a van, dude. And I, I'm, I'm fucking at the point like if I if I get some, I get some. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna enjoy life. I don't care what people think or say or think about me or whatever. You know, whatever. most people our age do. They like value being married, and I'm not saying I don't, but I'm also saying like my wife fucking kicks me out, dude. I. Cool. I'm going to take the bulldog, dude. And I'm, I'm like, just going to say, wave bye. <laughs> Have a nice life, dude. Yeah. I'm like, See all ya. right. Yeah, I'll go whatever. and just live out the rest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but as far as uh, 
weird things they didn't tell me about. Yeah, I guess I guess I just didn't listen how much your body just fucking aches and pains. But then again, I will say brother, yeah. a lot of people didn't do the shit that we did. No, but I think in I have read though, just keep moving. If you keep moving, you lift light weight and you keep your body moving. You should be. Oh, my mom's 76 years old. She lifts light weights every fucking yeah. morning. And she's still driving nice. around, walking around, whatnot. So I think you just got to keep moving, man. You're going to have some aches and pains, but that's why they got fucking guns. Exactly. The plan is, dude, I'm just going to do jujitsu until I just can't do it anymore. Who knows how long that's going to be. Until, and. Until you shit on someone. Dude, there's been times, man, where I've had the rump bubble guts. And I'm like, ooh, maybe I should not be fucking rolling around, dude. And I throw a fart. And I'm like, God, dude, please don't. Please didn't. Don't. I hope I didn't fart, dude. <laughs> Look, it's natural, uh, man. I'm about due for sh- I'm about due for sharting on myself, too. It's been a while. so. <laughs> well, I should say, I mean, it should have happened after Taco Weekend. Uh, we do Although pretty I think good. that fuck kind of cleaned and- it out. Yeah, yeah, we need another one of those. Do you take a Metamucil? Uh uh-uh. uh. I take a I take a pill every night for acid reflux. That's another thing. Oh yeah. That's actually older. a really good one. Fucking acid yes, reflux. That's actually you're right, brother. I that's used, probably top on the fucking list. I used to eat and drink and do whatever the fuck I wanted. No problems, no no acid reflux, nothing. And now I take a pill every yeah. fucking night before I go to bed because of acid. You don't know how bad it hurts. Like you really do feel the acid coming up your chest, into your throat and out. And it, it fucking sucks, dude. It's like hot lava oh, yeah. in your fucking throat. It's esophagus, dude. It is. And you, and I sit straight up in the middle of the night. Fucking. Like, yeah. <gasps> thinking I'm going to fucking. There's been yeah. plenty of nights, even recently where the wife's like, Oh dude, let's go for some drinks afterward. We'll get some tacos, whatever. Oh, let me try the hot salsa with my tacos. Sure enough, like two in the morning, you're like, holy shit, dude. Oh, yeah. That's why I Ugh. take the pill. I I, sh- I should look into that pill, dude. But Metamucil, I will say, dude, do one scoop at night, man, and, and you'll have a dump the next day. Like, you know, like it cleans you out like really just nice health fiber dump. I usually I'll usually shit every morning. So I don't are you really one time dumper or are you two? During the day. For one whole 24-hour period. Um, I'll go a couple days without pooping. Oh, that's not good, dude. No, it is. I, my whole life, I've gone days without pooping. Like, my wife will go a week or so, and she feels like shit. Like, literally feels horrible. And then she'll finally poop. But I'll go a couple days, and I... A couple eh, days? Well, no, a week or so, that's like... You're, you're, you're dealing yeah, with some, if in, you know, your internal systems. No, yeah. So she'll go a week or so and start feeling oh. really bad, and then she'll finally poop. I'll go a day or two and not poop, and I, I feel fine. I, but most of the time, if I get regular, I'll I'll poop once a dude, day. I'm like two to three times a day. That that gives us our fucking subject of uh, our stupid <laughs> debate here, my friend. That's a that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> you can go with this one, you fucking weirdo. I'm just saying, dude. All right. So this week's debate is. Do you crap with or without your clothes on? Let me hear your thoughts, bro. Now, now, in the mornings, I usually poop in the morning before I go to work. So I'm naked. As you should be. But any other time of the fucking day, like I'm out at work or anything, I am fucking clothed, dude. I have my shoes on. I have my pants pulled down. I have my shirt on. I'm fucking clothed. So... In public places and sometimes at work, I would agree. Yes, it's you probably just leave your clothes on. However, you probably should just leave your clothes on. Like, let's say you're in. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, You should probably leave your clothes on when you're shit. Well, no. So I always go to like the big handicap stalls, and they always got a nice little coat rack in there. So, yeah, but then you always have a fucking idiot that is actually it hasn't happened to me one time like- and if it did i would feel bad but hey i'd be like hey look what are you gonna do i mean dude, yeah. i'm handicapped in here shut up 
But if you're like in an office setting, I always find scope the places out where people don't go a lot. They're the corner of the building. But these piece, these candy cap stalls, they have nice hooks. There's a lot of room. And I the key is to wear like dress shoes where you don't have to tie, where you can slip on and off. And sure, dude, you slip your pants off, you hang them on the rack, <laughs> on the coat rack. And then I also see it as this, dude. Why do you want to get your sh- nice shirt that you have to tuck in sometimes wear a tie? You don't want to get it wrinkled. So you unbutton that, you hang it up too. So basically you're just in your white shirt and that's it, dude. Maybe you're, you know, like maybe your underwear too, but I Are mean, you, do, you, do you wear I mean, underwear? you have to, but I mean, at that point, you know, you're basically down to your underwear and your white shirt. And like, why not get comfortable, dude? My thing is, dude, oh, I can't, I can't do this it. This is something you have to do like, every day. Why not get, get comfortable? When you shit at home, do you get naked no matter what? Bro, absolutely, dude. <laughs> Who in their right mind is at home oh, and they're oh, wearing... Oh, this t-shirt, this this comfortable t-shirt's so binding. I got to take it off while I take a Who shit. Who in their right mind is... Wa- hey, wait, hang on, dude. What are you doing? Ooh, look at that. Fucking Bruno. Bruno is getting into it. Bruno. Who? Is, Bruno's letting you know. Who in their right mind at home is trying to be fully clothed in their in their bath? Like, I, I, to me, I can't understand why people do that, dude. It's the middle of the day. So? You're just going in to take a quick shit. Again, if, if you're like in a hurry... Like you're like running errands and you're like, I just got to run into the house really quick. Then I can see it. But if it's like a Saturday, dude, you you know, you're just home. I mean, why would you not? I mean, if I'm just wearing like a pair of basketball shorts or something, I'll throw them all off. But your shirt is not that binding. You can keep your fucking shirt on. Okay, maybe the shirt. If you're going to leave something on, maybe the shirt, but... Now, but if if it if I think it's gonna be like a greasy, nasty shit, and I know I'm gonna have to, I'm wiping's not gonna get rid of it. I'll, I'll as I'm shitting, I'll take my shirt off because I know I'm gonna jump in the shower <laughs> real fast. The clean I my mean, shit. I'm one hundred percent for de, what is it? Derobing. Disrobing as you go to before you go to the bathroom, dude. I'm 100% for that. My thought is, why not uh, I get comfortable, almost, dude? I could almost get behind that at home. But you're in the fucking, you're in a Target bathroom and you're taking but your that's, shit But that's, so that's the thing though. Okay, that's my limit. Like, A, I'm super picky about where I go to the bathroom. Like, I am not the kind of guy who like will go at a Target. No, I'd rather I will, not. I'll, no, I'll go I, home. I would rather, I would rather not go to a Target either. But sometimes you just you I can't agree. Wait. And You're sometimes going. we're at a restaurant or a bar or something. And I'm like, you know, it's a bad day, and I'm like, oh, dude, I gotta go. Oh. I won't disrobe there. But I'm also not like the bars. I don't like. I'm not a. I don't like shitting in a bar. If if I we were um, dude, this was a few months back, dude. We went to a brewery with my wife and her sister. And you know, you know when you're sitting there, and then you're like, "Oh man, I, I'm just not feeling right." You kind of feel some like your stomach rumbling, but then boom, uh-huh. something just like it hits you. You're like, "Oh my god, dude, I gotta go!" And you're like, "What am I gonna do? I have to use the bathroom here." So in that sort of scenario, uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, I, I, I use the bathroom there. I don't disrobe. I can't, but." Why not? I'm honestly at that point, like I'm just trying to hurry up, get do, let it go, wipe, and get out of there, dude. Once when I was younger, we'd be at bars and you had to pee, so you'd go to the urinal and and if you're a girl, you might not know this, but there'll be like three or four urinals kind of lined up together. Most of the time, there might be one or two, whatever. But it, there's no door, so you could see the backside of someone that's sitting at the urinal. I would pull my pants all the way down to my ankles sometimes <laughs> if I was drunk, peeing out of urinal. So people would walk in and just see my fucking bare ass just staring at them as I'm sitting there peeing. 
And you think about it, it's kind of gross because the pee's splashing right. everywhere. So the Floor's inside of my jeans fuck, and shit. Got, but I didn't care. I'm drunk. I'm trying to be a fucking smart ass. So I'm just sitting there with my fucking ass hanging out. Like, How about the old army barracks? And they weren't around too much when we were in. I mean, they were kind of a dying breed, but. There was occasionally their place where we had to go sleep at a barrack where it had the open bathrooms where just the shitters were lined up with no uh-huh. doors or anything. That was my worst nightmare, at boot, dude. At boot camp. <laughs> at boot camp. <laughs> basic training was like that. So I wouldn't take a shit till like 2 That's in the morning I would when do, everyone was dude, asleep. I was like, <laughs> I would just hold it till like the middle of the night. I would go in there just let go. And i tell the guy, whoever was fire guard, i go, hey, dude, I'm going in and taking a shit. I wouldn't come in because yeah, it is occasionally you had to go. It is awkward when you're sitting on the shitter and people are coming in and you just try not to make eye contact. Oh, man. Or when you're like, <laughs> sometimes when you're in a, like a, a bathroom at work or in the public, and there's other bathrooms, you know, stalls next to it. And then people want to come in there and talk to you, dude. So that's another one of these things that's on my list. Like, I'm not a talker. Like, I'm reading my shit on my phone. I'm. This is my time. Like, don't, don't, don't tell me about today's fucking news, dude. Uh, occasionally on the urinals, if there's a guy next to me, I'll reach over and start rubbing their shoulder. It's at work. I they're they're coworkers, so I know them. I'm not doing that on a public bathroom where I don't know the guy. But I'll reach over and start rubbing their shoulder. And go, hey, how you doing? And <laughs> stuff. <laughs> It'll freak the fuck out of some people. Like, the fuck are you doing? Don't touch me. <laughs> the best is when you, your supervisor or somebody like that's above you, and you reach over and you grab their shoulder. <laughs> go, hey, I couldn't imagine you doing? doing that to my boss, dude. I don't even know what he would do. <laughs> now, like a few of my bosses are are have military backgrounds, so we bullshit with like that, anyways. But it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, people in the military, they have the humor. They get it, dude. But I think if they were exposed to that, to them, it's just like, oh, my God, you're, like, molesting me. Like, what are you doing to me right now? Like, well, calm down. I I think people have – military people have the humor, and then they meet me or you. They meet – I come up with some – the way I think and the shit I do, sometimes, like, my my supervisor will just shake his head like, you are fucked up in the head, dude. what's wrong with you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, I'm 100 percent for disrobing, dude, all the way until uh, I die. Uh, and I'm, right. dude, I'm the like, I'm the type, dude. If there's a newspaper, I'll bring in a newspaper. Like, I'm there to, I'm there for a while. I'm there to have a good time. <laughs> all right, <laughs> good time, not a exactly, long time. <laughs> all right, I'm glad we got to finish this bad yeah. boy. That was good. I'm glad you, we jumped back yeah. on. We always yeah. got to make time for the uh, the kids. They they always come first, but not so much the wives, dude. Yeah, depends on what time of the month it is. Oh, I tell you what, dude, you could just never win with them. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, it was a good episode, man. Yeah. Always a pleasure talking. So what do we tell all those uh, listeners of the Jack Shack 2.0? Again, on second time this episode, they could go fuck themselves. You heard the man. Don't let them tear that precious building down. Don't let them tear that precious building down.